Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. We have you covered. Call now with your outdoor questions. In Appleton, call 281-1150 or outside the valley, 866-887-1150. From the Myron Construction Studios of WHBY, it's Outdoors with Rob Zimmer. Brought to you by Brookdale Appleton Senior Living. Hey, everyone. Yeah, you heard the man. Give us a call, 281-1150 on the Settlers Bank phone lines. I'm Haley Tenpass. Rob Zimmer is here. We're talking outdoors. Beautiful afternoon out there. It is gorgeous. It's been gorgeous all week, really. It's been an awesome week. It's been a good week. Yes. Definitely felt the wind pick up, though, today. And most of the rain came at night, which was nice. You know, when it did rain, it rained at night pretty much. So it's been been a good week. How are you doing today, Rob? I am awesome. Well, that's, awesome, awesome, that's awesome. a great way to kickstart the, the show. I love Enjoying to the that. sunshine. So much happened this week as far as nature. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable how things exploded in just a week. So I got lots to talk about this week. And um, top 10 list today is going to be one of the things that I saw this week is a lot of spring woodland wildflowers. All of your spring favorites are starting to bloom. So I'm going to talk about my top 10 spring favorite wildflowers that are out there that you can see right now and talk about some places you can see them. Also, I want you guys to think about and call in with your favorite dandelion recipes. If you've ever eaten dandelions, if you've ever made the greens or made the wine or the jelly or the honey or the syrup or anything, give us a call and share your recipe. I could sit and share. I could sit and share a whole bunch of them, but it would just it wouldn't be the same. It would just be boring if I just read them all. So no. I'd like to hear your dandelion recipes yeah give us a call 281-1150 is the number and donna has already joined us this oh, hi, donna. this afternoon hi donna how are you i'm good thank you um hi. i'm calling on, be- on behalf of the outagami county master gardeners hi all right um, if, if i may uh kind of plug our plant sale coming up you sure may yeah yeah our annual plant sale and garden expo is on saturday may 8th may 18th from 8 a.m to 2 p.m it's our annual fundraiser. We have a variety of perennials, annuals, vegetables, herbs, and um, we also carry some garden art, uh, flea market type things, and we also have other vendors on site. It's, um, oh, I don't even know the address, on Brewster Street in uh, Appleton. Yep. Kitty Corner from the Fleet Farm. Yep, the, the Outagamie County Master Gardener UW Extension Office is Kitty Corner from Fleet Farm. So you see it over there, and you won't miss it if you go over there that Saturday morning. People line up at the crack of dawn to get there and get in line uh, for the sale that opens at 8 o'clock. And it's a, always a popular plant sale and, and event. So, yeah. Yes, we have lots of plants, so uh, put it on your calendar and hope we get a lot of people showing up. Yes. Anything special going on there this year? Any um, seminars or anything, or, or just all the sales? No, we don't have any demonstrations, but nope. uh, okay. I, for- I forgot to mention we do have compost also, two different types oh. the sheep and the cow. So I know a lot of people show up to purchase that. Right, the day. right. Awesome. So that's Saturday, May 18th, two, 8 a.m. sharp. Opens at 8 a.m. sharp. Get there early to get the best selection, and that's going to be the Outagami County Master Gardeners Annual Plant and Garden Sale at the UW Extension Office, Kitty Corner from Fleet Farm. And it's going to be a fun day. Hopefully the weather cooperates and you guys have a great turnout. 
Yeah, I do too. Thank you for right. letting me. Yeah. Uh, you're plug welcome. <laughs> Feel free to call anytime you want up until the the date of the program to to plug it too. We we love that. All right. All right. I will do that. Thank, Thank you. you, Donna. Yep. Thanks, Donna. Bye. Bye. I went to the plant sale last year. Yes, I got amazing. Some beautiful tomatoes yeah. that uh, were just delicious yep. all summer long. So. Yep. so they have everything you can think of. Like she said, they have annuals, perennials, herbs, vegetables, garden art. It's always fun to go through their little uh, flea market kind of garden art sale, too, because you always find some cool stuff there. And like she said, they'll have other vendors there, too, selling products. So yeah, fun time. Before I forget to our listeners out there, uh, this afternoon, keep listening throughout the show and maybe into Focus Box Valley a little bit. We'll have a chance perhaps for you to win some Brewers tickets. So keep your ears out to listen for that chance for you to win Brewers tickets. Wanted to mention that really quickly. Yes, yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yep. All right. So uh, where have you traveled this week, Rob? This week uh, did a lot of traveling. Like I said, it's been an awesome week starting last week right away on Saturday. Uh, Saturday when I left here, I think I saw my first dandelion of the year. I've been, I've been seeing my first of a lot of stuff this week. Uh, lots of butterflies, lots of warblers, lots of flowers. Um, my big trip this week was on Monday. Uh, my friend Cindy and I, we went out to Nacita Wildlife Area, Nacita National Wildlife Refuge. Actually, it's a national wildlife refuge. And we went out there and we saw, uh, we were tracking bears and wolves and we saw tons of tracks of each of those and it was there you know they were fresh because it had just rained the night before so every track we saw was almost perfect we wish we would have had the our plaster casting sets to make um, plaster casts of the tracks um, but lots of wolf tracks lots of bear tracks um, lots of butterflies out there that day the day started out really sunny and warm but then by the afternoon it started to rain out that way but trumpeter swans whooping cranes we saw porcupines um all sorts of birds, you know, hawks and eagles and turkey vultures. And it was just an amazing day. Some snakes. I found a skink, which is like uh, one of Wisconsin's, I think we have two or three species of lizards in Wisconsin. And most people don't see lizards around here. So found some skinks out there. Lots of flowers blooming, rare wildflowers. So that was a great trip. Um, all day. We were gone like 24 hours almost. We left at 530 in the morning. I think we wow. got back at like 11 or 12 at night. So it was a long day. That is a long day. It was, but it was so much fun. A lot of treasures along the way, though. Yes. Uh, last night, Thursday night, I spoke um, in Sheboygan. I was with the Sheboygan County Master Gardeners, and I talked to them. I did a program on using house plants in the garden, so different house plants that you normally think of as indoor plants, how you can use those out in the garden in the summer to make some cool containers and arrangements and stuff. So that was fun. Sheboygan County Master Gardeners are awesome. Uh, they gave me bags of chocolate and all sorts of fun <laughs> stuff. So I loved it. It was a great time. But the thing is, last night when I was driving home after that, it was so sad because <laughs> it was raining. And all of these frogs and worms and stuff were coming out onto the highway. And you can't avoid them when you're going, you know, 55, no. 60, 70 miles an hour. So I'm like, I'm trying to avoid them. And you can't really swerve because there's traffic coming at you. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. Yeah, I'd, I felt I'd, bad running them all over, but it's, it's food. Other things ate that food, I'm sure. So, well, and it's that overwhelming smell right now too when you step yes, outside of, of the smell. earthy worm yep. smell. Uh, kind of, I, I appreciate yep. that. that oh, yeah. this time of year, it's a beautiful smell, <laughs> a yeah. beautiful aroma. Yep. So, but anyway, again, um, like I was saying right before we got the call there from Donna, if you've got a dandelion recipe, please call and share it. We have lots of dandelions popping up right now, and. You can eat them, and they're delicious. And I'll also talk about other edible wild plants that are uh, coming that we can eat, too. So lots coming up in the show today. Yeah, give us a call. 281-1150 is the number. If you got what Rob was just mentioning, uh, I want to mention some dandelion recipes or, or anything like that. Oh, I forgot something. Really briefly. Really briefly. Before the we sturgeon spawned this. Remember last week I said the sturgeon would be spawning this week? 
I was right. They spawned like crazy this week. It's actually almost over in most places, but um, uh, there should still be a few. Tomorrow it's supposed to get colder. Right now the hot spot's going to be up in Shano at the Shano Dam. The ones down here are pretty much done, but it was an amazing week for sturgeon watching. So, so tell we'll us, talk about that more. Yeah, too. tell us if you went and saw the sturgeon. Yeah, give us a call. Tell us, tell us that you went and saw. A lot of people on my Facebook page said they went because of me. They haven't gone before and they didn't know where to go. So thank you for those of you who participate in that and went to see them. All right, we are going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more, though, of Outdoors with Rob Zimmer after this on WHBY. We're back at 420. We are still standing here. We uh, are. I'm sitting. Actually. We're both sitting. <laughs> we're both sitting. Oops. We're still sitting. <laughs> we're still. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah. sitting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we would love to hear from you this afternoon. 281-1150 on the Settlers Bank phone lines. Give us a call. Tell us yes. about your adventures outside. Did you go see the sturgeon? Did you go check them out this week? It was amazing. I went to a couple different places. The the unusual thing about sturgeon spawning this year is I've never seen it happen when the when the river is this high. The Wolf River is so high right now. It's like literally over the top of the banks in some of these places. So in some places, it's it's better for viewing because the fish are right there at your feet. In other places, it's it's worse because the trail might be flooded and the fish are just way over here on the other side of it. So um, in some places, it was worse. Uh, unfortunately, spawning came fast and went fast this year. So there's probably still a few fish spawning today down by New London and, and Shiocton, but the push is still coming if you're up north, like in Shano and, and up in those areas from, I'd say from uh, probably Highway 156 north, the fish will still be spawning there pretty heavily the next couple of days. Well, it depends how cold it gets tomorrow. But Well, it, yeah. let's talk a little bit about this, Rob, because mm -hmm. the water is significantly high, it's very higher high. this it's year scary compared high. to I've other never years. Seen it, like I said. Really? I've never seen it as high as it is right now. Um, the gas stations in Shackton are one of them. Um, Colvitz's, it's basically underwater, the parking lot. Yeah. Mm. And, um, you know, it was higher in the spring. It, it was uh, In the spring, I said it was higher than I've ever seen it, but it's even higher now. And there's some damage along there. Uh, usually, you know, people are used to it when it floods this time of year, but um, it's so high this year that I've seen boats and docks and stuff just floating away and, and some of the little fishing shacks, fishing floating fishing uh, shacks kind of damaged too, so... Does that high water uh, affect the the length, the duration of the sturgeon spawn, or is it based more on water um, temperature? Or it, it's more on water temperature. They spawn when the water reaches a certain certain temperature. Um, hopefully, though, now that they have spawned, it will stay up because if all of a sudden it drops, you know, their eggs don't take very long to hatch. Maybe uh, seven days or so, you know, really? a week or so, just to hatch and get back in the water. But uh, if the water dropped really fast and they spawned really high up, you know. And then the water all of a sudden dropped. But I don't think it's going to drop because we're supposed to get some rain again. And, and it's pretty high right now. So as long as it gets a week or two up high, then the little the little fry of the little fish go down deeper. And, and there they go. But, um, yeah, it was pretty unusual to see uh, the flooding around there all along Highway 54 and some of the back roads and stuff. It's, it's flooded. Yeah. Like I've never seen it. Um, and that's because of all the snow we had last week. You know, and they got the 8 to 10 inches up there. And then all of a sudden it melted because it hit 80 degrees. Remember last weekend, um, it was 85 it was degrees. It was 85 degrees last Sunday in Wapaka. I was at Hartman Creek. It was 85. It was crazy. Uh, so the weather keeps going up and down. Now tomorrow it's supposed to be 40. <laughs> Luckily, they pushed the snow south, though. The snow was supposed to come here, and now they pushed it way down south. Where Down in southern Wisconsin, northern Illinois, they're supposed to get 4 to 8 inches. So that could have easily been us. Yeah, we are thinking of our friends to the south. Mm. Absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 
And be thankful it's not us. Yeah, be thankful it's not us. And I'm trying not to speak too much because it still could be us. If it moves sure. overnight, I mean, we could very easily get some snow. Yeah. Yeah. But so much happening this week. Um, again, just the fl- the wildflowers are another thing I wanted to talk about. High Cliff and uh, Brilliant Nature Center and Calumet County Park. I went to all of those places, you know, this week, and they're just full of wildflowers right now. If you like trout lilies and spring beauties and the trilliums are just about ready to pop. Um, in fact, a couple of them were popped, and, and just it's just full and full. Dutchman's breaches, which are kind of like wild bleeding hearts. Um, the forests are just full of wildflowers. It's amazing how in just a week, you know, the forest floor went from bare brown leaves to just a carpet of green. It's, it's pretty cool how that happened. And now the next thing that's going to happen is the leaves are going to come out over the next two weeks well, or you, so. Well, you look out the window right now, and you kind of yeah, see, see a little fuzzy outline yeah. among yeah. the branches. Yeah. And you just know that you it's, can see it's it. on the way. Yeah. yeah. And look how green the grass is after all that rain last night. Isn't it beautiful? It is. Yeah. A little windy today, but still beautiful. So um, other things I wanted to talk about, uh, I have my list here. There's so many events happening, uh, especially tonight. If you want to find out, there's some really cool things happening tonight. Um, I, I, have a, I, have a minute, I have some time before the news, right? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Because I at least want to get tonight's done. Uh, if you're into stargazing, it's going to be a really cool night to look at stars. And Mosquito Hill Nature Center is doing their evening of stargazing tonight from 8 to 10. So it's just a beautiful night to drive on over to Mosquito Hill. There's going to be um, the Northeast Wisconsin Stargazer Group will be there with their, you know, they all have their, their telescopes and, and uh, lenses and stuff that you can look at, look through. And you can check out all of the different wonders of the night sky. They're going to focus tonight on galaxies. Uh, you know, like the Milky Way Galaxy and Andromeda Galaxy and some of the other ones. But they're going to be showing you all sorts of cool, uh, you know, stars and planets up in the sky, too, that you can see. So that's 8 to 10 tonight at Mosquito Hill Nature Center, an evening of stargazing with the Northeast Wisconsin Stargazers Group. And I just love that we have something like that around here. You know, as I was reading all these things, it's like we have so many different things that you can do day or night. And that's a cool one. Also tonight, if you want to take a ride down, there's plenty of time to get down to the Kettle Marine Northern Unit down by Fond du Lac. They're doing their Spring Symphony Night Hike uh, tonight from 7.30 to 9 p.m. So always a great place. I love the Kettle Moraine. In fact, I was there this week, too, the Kettle Moraine Northern Unit. They're going to be at the Zilmer Trail area, which is just south of the Ice Age Visitor Center, and they're going to be doing a Spring Symphony Night Hike. So they're going to be listening for all the frogs and all the different birds that sing at night, all of that kind of stuff that you'll be hearing Um that's another thing I posted a lot of this week on my Facebook page is the frogs. It was another great week for frogs. And remember, April is National Frog Month, so I've been playing their songs and, and all of that all week long. Another thing that's happening tonight, I don't know why all this stuff is happening on a Friday night. Uh, I want to go to all three of these. <laughs> the other one, down at Kohler Andre State Park in Sheboygan, uh, there's still time to get there too. If you're interested in Purple Martins, they're doing a really cool Purple Martin program tonight from 7.30 until um, I can't read my ready. 7.30 to 9, I think it is. <laughs> anyway, it starts at 7.30. And you can take a little hike while you get there. But during a purple mar- the Wisconsin Purple Martin Association is giving a program on how to attract purple martins to your yard um, at the Sanderlin Nature Center down there. So really cool information on purple martins, the houses, how they work, how to get them to come to your property, why purple martins are kind of endangered um, uh, in the world. I mean, they're technically not an endangered species, but they are in danger of becoming one. So um, and. and Actually, Lake Winnebago has one of the highest concentrations of purple martins in in North America. So pretty cool. So those I wanted to get through for sure because those are all happening tonight. And I have a lot more that are happening tomorrow that I'll talk about after the news. Did I really do that in under a minute? 
Yeah, we get. Oh, we I, have a couple minutes I here, Rob. <laughs> I could have slowed down here. I was such in still such a rush. Yeah, still and I swear t- it was seven four twenty six when I started. Okay, <laughs> still well, t- I can keep yeah. going. Yeah, keep going. If you if folks have a call, they want to get in. Get, yep. we have the feel free to call anytime. Open too. Two eight one. You don't have to wait for me to shut up. You can call anytime. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also tomorrow, it's it was Earth Day this week, and tomorrow Navarino Nature Center is doing their Earth Day open house. So um, head on up there. It's from eleven to two. Earth Day open house at Navarino. Lots of family fun activities, face painting, birdhouse building, um, uh, wagon rides and trail rides along the trails there. All sorts of fun stuff happening. It's an Earth Day open house at Navarino Nature Center. Um, That's located just 25 miles north of Appleton. It's an amazing place. I love it. Tomorrow, uh, we talked to Randy from the Friends of High Cliff last week. High Cliff State Park is during their Earth Day work day tomorrow. So they're looking for volunteers to come and help pick up trash and stuff throughout the park from 9 a.m. to noon. Um, they do ask that you call the park office um, if you're interested. Uh, call the park office yet tonight or tomorrow morning because they, they're going to be serving a lunch and they just want to know how many people to plan for. They're going to be serving uh, sandwiches or something. So. Um, that's High Cliff State Park. Actually, a lot of the state parks and state properties are doing Earth Day celebrations, just about everyone actually. Tomorrow, they're doing cleanup days, which is where you can go volunteer, help clean up the parks because, you know, there is a lot of trash out there. You walk through the parks, there's a lot of cans and bags of dog poop, unfortunately, and all sorts of gross stuff that they're, you know, and they'll provide you all of your, you know, gloves and everything to help pick up. But if you're interested, Please sign up at High Cliff or any of the other state parks, wherever you may be. Point, bitches, point, point Beach is doing it. Whitefish Dunes is doing it. Uh, Kettle Moraine, Rib Mountain, all the other parks too. Also tomorrow, uh, Mosquito Hill is doing their set, starting their Saturday morning bird walk. So if you're a if you're a birder, you know in the, in the spring a lot of the nature centers do their annual April and May bird walks because that's when all the warblers come back. And actually, a lot of warblers came back this week too. I'll talk about that. So every Saturday from tomorrow through May 18th, Mosquito Hill is going to do a a morning bird hike from 7 to 10 a.m. Um, along the trails there, looking for all the spring birds, spring warblers and rose-breasted grosbeaks, which are back, and orioles, which are back, and anything else that they can find. Uh, to show you, and you can learn from the experts what all these birds look like and sound like. Um, So, lots of stuff tomorrow. Um, The rest are for May, so I'll talk about those after. It's hard to believe next week is going to be May. April has flown by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll talk about the May activities after that. But so much going on this weekend. No excuse to stay home. Even though the weather is going to be, you know, they say it's going to be cold and windy, there's still so much that you can do and to get out and enjoy nature. By the way, knock, knock. Who's there? Dandelion. Dandelion who? The cheetah runs faster dandelion. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's a good one. I know. Speaking of dandelions, we had someone text in, a listener text oh, in, Thank and you. share that dandelion greens are delicious sprinkled into fried potatoes with onions and bacon. Oh, yes. I have that recipe. That was one of mine that I was going to do. Actually, I mean, that's an easy way to do it. And I prefer easy things like that than when you actually measure everything out. That's kind of boring. But yes, just sprinkle them. This particular one that I have is for uh, red potatoes and dandelion greens. But yeah, thank you so much for that. They are awesome when you do that. Um, Red potatoes and bacon, it said. Potatoes and bacon and what else? Yeah, uh, into fried potatoes with onions and bacon. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. That's one of those things where you you could put it into the recipe. Don't Mm -hmm. even tell people right. that it's dandelion greens. Exactly. Just be like, oh, check out, check out this, you know, skillet of deliciousness. And yep. Or I, I'm looking at something right now, know. dandelion flour cookies, where, you, you know, give someone a cookie and don't tell them it's dandelions until after the fact, and they're delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll have some dandelion recipes of my own after the news break if, if people don't call. So please call. Yeah. So if you have a dandelion recipe, if you have maybe a, a special spring recipe with 
with nature yeah. that you'd like to share, give us a yeah. call. 281-1150 is the number. We would love to hear from you today. Yes. Yes. Eat your weeds. <laughs> All right. We are going to take a quick break here, but we'll be back with more Focus Fox Valley. And uh, speaking of that Brewers ticket giveaway, I've got a chance for you to win Brewers tickets right now. 281-1150 is the number. We're uh, going to take you to the game coming up on May 6th. I will take caller number three this afternoon. So 281-1150, call now for your chance to win Brewers tickets uh, to see the Brewers versus the Nationals on May 6th. The call now. Caller number three wins. Raindrops are falling on my head And just like the guy's feet are too big for his bed Nothing we are back with more of Outdoors with Rob Zimmer on your Friday afternoon. Hopefully it's not going to rain tonight. No rain right now. Because I got stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got stuff to do. And tomorrow, really, too. Yeah. What are you planning? What are you doing outside? Are you getting your, your garden in order? Are you, you know, Me? No, I'm going yard hiking. Have <laughs> you given the okay somewhere. for yard work yeah. now, Rob? It is. Yeah, I gave the okay <laughs> last week. People can go rake and everything if they want to. But, Yeah. But um, if you're going to plant something, just be aware that Saturday night's going to be a cold one. It's going to be below freezing. Next week looks good. But, um, yeah, you still want to – if you're putting stuff out, you want to cover it up if it's an annual or something tender. Uh, cover it up if you're putting it out. Um, sat- really, over the next week, though, Saturday looks like the only one below freezing. So uh, just be careful if you're putting out anything, any of your annuals and stuff, that you either leave them in a container that you can bring in or be prepared to cover because now it's that time of year again when it's – that's uh, part of the responsibility of gardening is protecting them when it when it gets cold. Well, do you have a question about planting something? Wondering yeah. about a plant variety? Maybe you have a recipe in, involving wild flowers or dandelions? Yes. Bird reports, sturgeon spawn stories. Give us a call. 281-1150 is the number. Anything. Yep. We'd it's love been to a hear great week. Today. Yeah, I want to talk about some rare birds. I talked about rare birds before, some of the ones that were coming back, but this week has been huge for rare birds in Wisconsin with that warm temperatures we the warm temperatures that we've had. Lots of warblers are back, hummingbirds, orioles. Actually just about everybody is back. So, I love this time of year when all of our old bird friends come back. So, um, some of the things that we're seeing that were really rare, uh, down at Horicon, they've had a ruff, and a ruff, it's a type of shorebird, so like a sandpiper, that type of animal or bird. Those are usually found in Europe. It's a European bird. But it's been seen at Horicon for the past week or so. Another really, really cool, like, exotic bird. Um, it's from North America, but usually not up this far north, although we usually get one every year or so. It's called a scissor-tailed flycatcher. And they have a tail that's literally, like, almost two feet long. And they're just amazing kind of silvery gray birds and with a pink breast on them. And so scissor-tailed fly, scissor flycatcher was seen in Racine. Um, also at Horicon, another really cool bird. This always reminds me of, of Florida when I see these, but uh, they're found here too. It's a white-faced ibis, and they have that huge, long, thin, curled beak uh, or bill. They're a shorebird also. They're maybe, maybe a little bit larger than a crow, uh, but they have this huge, huge, long beak that kind of curves, and those have been seen at Horicon. So Horicon is the place to be right now. Uh, a lot of tanagers, both tanagers were seen this week, um, scarlet tanagers and summer tanagers. So both of them have been seen in Wisconsin this week. Rose-breasted grosbeaks, lots of those seen this week in Wisconsin. Um, uh, American avocets, which are, which are another really cool shorebird. They're kind of like this 
um, black and white and tan bird with this huge, thin, like needle thin beak. You you wonder how they can even you know live with that such a thin beak. You think it would break off, but because they're about you know eight to ten inches long. Uh, but those are beautiful. Cat birds are back in, in combined locks and other areas. There's a, still been a snowy owl scene up in Oconto at the Oconto Marsh up there. Um, house wrens are back. A lot of people hearing house wrens this week right in their backyards. Whippoorwills are back. Hummingbirds have been seen in several locations in Waukesha County, Dane County. Uh, someone posted on my Facebook page they saw one in Kakana. So hummingbirds are back. An oriole was seen in Kiwani. So orioles are at least this far north, at least the first ones. Barn swallows have been seen in Outagaming County, Calumet County, Oneida County. Yellow warblers. Uh, black terns at Horicon. Again, Horicon's been a good place this week. Um, indigo buntings have been seen in Marinette. So oh. that's pretty far north for an indigo bunting, but uh, they're here too. So all kinds of, of uh, summer birds are back. Um, sedge wrens, marsh wrens, and Carolina wrens also. So everybody's home you or coming home. You mentioned the uh, snowy owls. Yes. So they, they're kind of heading out of town. North, yeah. So where, where do they go? They go north. They go into, into the tundra. They nest on the tundra, so northern Canada, Alaska, um, and then they kind of sweep down here for the winter. But usually by late February, early March, they're starting to head back. This must be a young bird that uh, doesn't have a mate yet, so it's not going to be nesting this year, so he's kind of taking his time. Usually the ones that nest go up first, and then the immatures kind of just take their time zigzagging up there, so... Um, one was seen this week in uh, Okana Marsh. So wow. Pretty cool, yeah. So lots of rare birds out there this week. If you've seen anything rare at your feet, or if, you have, if you've had any of these at your feet, or give us a call and let us know. Obviously, robins are, are back. Robins already nesting. There's a lot of birds in our area already on nests. Morning doves and robins and house finches, uh, house sparrows, starlings, tree swallows, bluebirds are all already nesting. Uh, so that's pretty cool to see, too. Uh, should I do my top 10 list before the Let's save break? it. Save Let's it? Okay. See, we'll go to break here okay. um, and uh, give folks a chance maybe to call in to yes. it. 111.50 is the number. And when we come yeah. back, Rob's got a fantastic top 10 list I for do. us. You want to tease it for us? I'm going to talk about the top 10 spring ephemeral wildflowers that are blooming right now that you can see in our area. All right. So stay tuned. That's coming up next right here on Outdoors with Rob Zimmer. You're listening to WHBY. <laughs> You're listening to Outdoors with Rob Zimmer on WHBY. Rob, I've got a good one for you. It's called Overheard in Wisconsin. Oh. I got to get this grass cut before it starts to snow. <laughs> yeah, well, that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. It's true. This weekend for some people. For some people, yeah, especially south of us. There could be some snow. Hopefully not here. Snow, I'm, I'm no. still crossing my fingers. Yeah. yeah. Although Sunday is supposed to be right back up to 51, so in the 50s all next week, almost 60. So. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Anything that yeah. does fall, it's it's going to It's not like in a free salad yeah. or anything. No. Yeah. Yep. So uh, speaking of go, don't worry, be happy, dandelions are the happy flower. You just look at a dandelion <laughs> and you should smile because they're so beautiful. I posted a thing on my Facebook page this week when I saw my first dandelion. And I'm like, I said, it makes me sad that we live in a society where people see a dandelion and, and think gross or yuck or just want to kill it when... Uh, you know, but yet they, they get turned on by their boring, you know, green, lifeless lawn. So dandelions are fun. They're, they're life-giving to a lot of creatures, especially butterflies and bees and stuff. So dandelion is the happy flower. And, uh, you know, you can eat any part of the dandelion, the stems, the roots, the flowers, the everything, the greens, obviously, too. And they're better for you than most of the fruits and vegetables you get at the store. 
Wow. So people don't realize that. There's more vitamin C in a dandelion than an orange, uh, all sorts of iron and other, other nutrients in there too. So uh, dandelions are fun. I've had da- dandelion tea before. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's dandelion coffee. I have some recipes here. I'm not going to give the exact recipe. I'm just going to talk about what they are. You can Google these if you want because there's lots of recipes for these out there. Um, but dandelion coffee, basically that's really easy to make. You just take the roots, dandelion root coffee. And again, there's no like formal recipe, like step by step. But basically, if you have a food dehydrator or an oven, you just cut up the roots really small, dehydrate them in your food dehydrate for like an hour until they're, you know, dehydrated, crunch them up or chop them up or put them in a blender and you have like a, a... substance that's similar to like coffee grounds and then you put steep it in boiling water and you can add milk or honey or whatever else and dandelion coffee is supposed to be really good and if you've had it give us a call Um, another way to eat them is the flowers are edible too and one of my favorite ways to eat dandelion flowers is to just take the blossoms you know pop off the stem remember did you ever play that game pop your head at mama yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then his head popped off i know i know (laughs) yeah yeah. that's funny (laughs) his head popped off yes and then you'd pop it off yeah. Yep. Or you just smear it on someone's face we, so they'd yeah, be yellow. Yeah, we play tag and if you yeah. got tagged with the dandelion <laughs> pollen, yeah. See, who, who doesn't love dandelions? <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Oh, fried. <laughs> fried dandelion flowers. If you just take them and put them in like whatever tempura batter you use, whether you use a, a pre-made one or if you have your own recipe, uh, just dip the flowers in that and just deep fry them if you have a deep fryer or probably an air fryer would work too. I don't know. I haven't tried an air fryer yet. No, it wouldn't? I, no, I'm just laughing at, oh. <laughs> at how cryptic that song was. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> Some of the ghost stories we used to tell as kids, she was like, oh my gosh, someone actually told me that story as a kid. And I'm still alive. (laughs) But yeah, the dandelion fritters are amazing. Then you dip them in honey or maple syrup. And it's just whatever tempura batter you use. If you have a homemade one or a mix, dip it in there. Deep fry them. Stir fry them in a a wok or a a frying pan. I bet they would be great in the air fryer. Air air fryer. Air fryer. Air fryer, yep. And they're sweet and they're delicious. Just drizzle them with honey or something. But they call them fried dandelion blossom fritters. And they're just amazing. Um, another one, dandelion greens. We talked about this before with the, the caller before. Dandelion greens and red potato salad. It just sounds so yummy. You know, you just you just take the greens and mix them in with your red potatoes and bacon or onion, like the lady said. She used fried potatoes, but you can use them also with, you know, red potatoes or whatever kind of potatoes you want. Um, dandelion wine. A lot of people make dandelion wine uh, with the blossoms. You take the blossoms and you steep them and I don't know the exact process, but uh, you can Google it. <laughs> dandelion <laughs> jelly is just amazing. I've had that. It's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's just beautiful. When you see it in a clear jar, it's just this gorgeous yellow gold color. I had that growing up. Did you? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, it's amazing. And you can make dandelion syrup too. So just like maple syrup, you can make dandelion syrup. Dandelion blossom cookies. This is one of my favorite. If you've ever made like the lavender cookies or violet cookies where you take the flowers kind of just mix them into your cookie dough and, and bake it all together. Well, you can do the same thing with dandelions. Obviously, you're using the flowers that when they're still yellow, fresh. And you just take them, you know, either take a scissors and cut off the yellow petals and throw those in your flower mix, or uh, you can just pop them off, you know, make sure you get that green part off so they're not, they're not chewy. Um, but the picture I'm looking at of the dandelion flower cookies, they're just beautiful. They're kind of like yellow, and, and then you can put icing on them if you want. Um, and it's just a regular – they made this one. This particular one that I'm looking at was made with oatmeal. So it's like an oatmeal c- cookie with dandelions mixed in. Uh, but they're just beautiful. So that's another one. Another one, one of my favorite ways to use them uh, and a lot of spring greens really is just to make like a pizza or a quesadilla or something. You just mix – just like you would spinach, you just take those dandelion greens and whatever else, nettle, nettles and um, garlic mustard, whatever else you can find. Mix it all together with some chives or something. Sprinkle it on a pizza or mix it in with your pizza. 
uh, add some cheese and it's delicious. So yeah. a spring green pizza or quesadilla or even lasagna, you can use all those and mix them together in a lasagna. However you use spinach, you could use dandelion greens the same way. Put them in a smoothie. Yes. Oh, yes. Dandelion smoothies some are really scrambled good. Scrambled eggs in the morning with yes. chives. Oh, yeah. see? Yeah. yeah. Makes you hungry for all those dandelions, doesn't it? So again, you can eat the roots, and you can make a dandelion tea with the roots too, and the and the leaves actually, and the stems. You can use the whole plant for the tea, the the blossoms and everything. Um, here's another one. If you like pestos, you know everyone's probably heard of the garlic mustard pesto, where you take the garlic mustard and mix it with some olive oil and maybe some um, chickpeas or nuts or whatever. Well, here's a dandelion pumpkin seed pesto, where you take pumpkin seeds and dandelions, kind of puree it all together, and make a pesto out of that, which sounds amazing. So, and you can probably do the same thing with sunflower seeds too. The so, options are, are I know. unending. And everybody hates dandelions. Well, there you go. And of course, one of the best things you can do is just leave them out there in your lawn for the bees and the butterflies. Because a lot of times right now, that's all they have. There aren't a lot of, um, you know, big showy flowers blooming right now. So dandelions are one of the best sources of, of food for honeybees and other native bees or our native bees and um, the first flying butterflies. So. So dandelions are fun to eat. Obviously, you just want to make sure that wherever you're picking them from, they haven't been sprayed. So, And on the Facebook page I was looking at or the, the news story I was looking at, it says make sure they haven't been sprayed by dogs or pesticides. So yeah, I, I guess that yeah. would make sense. Yeah. So wash them good. Wash them good. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, eat them up. So I want to do my top 10 list. Oh, my gosh. It's already 454 almost. Um, I want to talk about – we did sturgeon this morning already, right? Yes. Okay. Sturgeon Swanee was awesome this week, by the way. If you went, give us a call. Where is everybody? They're probably out all watching the sturgeon. So (laughs) top 10 list. They're they're out picking dandelions now for food. All right, top 10 spring wildflowers. These are all the wildflowers that are out there blooming right now that you can see out in the woods this weekend. You know, like I said, Saturday is supposed to be a little chilly, uh, but Sunday is supposed to be partly sunny and 50 or so. So if you can get out there. A lot of these flowers look their best when it's sunny out because some of them stay closed when it's cloudy. So if you can get out there, even this afternoon yet, head on up to High Cliff or somewhere and look for some of these. Uh, number 10, wild columbine. I saw my first wild columbine blooming at Mosquito Hill this week. So that's one of my favorite spring flowers. It's um, A lot of people call it honeysuckle, but it's a, it's a columbine. Beautiful ferny leaves, and then you get those big uh, yellow and orange or, or yellow and red flowers that hang down like a bell. Usually they bloom at places like along the Niagara Escarpment first because the rocks warm it up faster. But I saw them at Mosquito Hill this week, so pretty cool. Number nine are mayapples. Mayapples technically aren't blooming yet, but they're gorgeous in the woodlands. They're that plant that looks like a big umbrella. So you get the big round umbrellas that come up. And right now there's just starting to carpet the, the forest floor with these huge umbrellas everywhere. And those are the mayapples. And they bloom later in May, um, but their leaves right now are just beautiful when they're nice and fresh. Number eight, marsh marigolds. They're starting to bloom in the wetlands. Usually they're one of the first ones to bloom, but they've been, they're surprisingly late this year. Usually I see those in March or early April. And now we're toward the end of April, and they're barely just starting to bloom. I think it's because it was so wet and that water was so cold that they didn't get a chance to pop up until now. But marsh marigolds are beautiful, huge, yellow, waxy clusters of flowers that grow um, usually in in standing water or at the edge of the water. Um, Bubalt's Nature Preserve has tons of those. Heckrod has lots of those, so in in the wetland areas. Um, Number seven, I think we're at. I can't read my sure. writing. Number seven, <laughs> hepaticas. Hepaticas, uh, if you're following my Facebook page, I posted some pictures last week of the hepaticas in Bloom at Hartman Creek. They were just gorgeous, like bluer than you could even imagine. So check out my Facebook page for a picture of those. They also come in pink and white and lavender, like a lighter blue color. 
but they're just gorgeous little flowers, and there's tons of those around. I've seen those at High Cliff uh, this week, too, and there's a lot of them at Brilliant Nature Center and Ledgeview Nature Center um, over by Chilton. There's tons of those, too, but hepaticas are just gorgeous, gorgeous uh, flowers, and they have furry stems all the way up, which kind of protects them from, like, these cold nights that we're going to have coming up. So, But the, the shade of blue on some of them is just amazing. Uh, number six, wild geranium. I haven't seen wild geraniums blooming yet, but I see the leaves coming up. And they have a very distinctive leaf, and then the flower comes up uh, probably in a week or two. It's like a, a really pretty light purple or lavender t- color. Um, number five is trout lilies. Trout lilies are blooming like by the thousands right now at High Cliff. There's just millions, well, maybe millions. There's tons of them. You look at the forest floor, and everything you see in sections of the forest is trout lilies. And they call them trout lilies because the leaves are kind of speckled. Is that music? Oh my gosh, the leaves are kind of speckled like maroon and green, so they're really gorgeous. Uh, number four, Dutchman's Breeches. That's our wild bleeding heart. So they have really ferny leaves and they have white and yellow, kind of like a bleeding heart flower. And you, they call them Dutchman's Breeches because they look like Dutchman's pants hanging upside down on a clothesline. Number three, Pasque Flower, which is a prairie plant. Number two, Virginia Bluebells. And number one is Trilliums, which are just starting to bloom at High Cliff. Oh, love the Trilliums. They're gorgeous. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Well, a fun afternoon, Rob. Lots yes. of spring in the air. It is. And... Lots of things to talk about. Rob's back yes. tomorrow. I'll be here at 10. 10 a.m. So you can hear him right here on WHBY. Rob, you have a wonderful weekend. You too. All right. Well, we're going to take a break here. We will be back with more of Focus Fox Valley coming up next, including your local news and weather forecasts, some sports update. We'll t- touch on the NFL draft. And we're hearing from the History Museum at the Castle about their newest exhibit. That's next. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.